It's been a long, long time coming. Yes, but now it is done. As of today, this morning, I completed all eight episodes of BTW I'm an Alien. This has taken me nearly three years to complete. I originally started writing it in 2019, and it was because I was writing another script called Ghostly Ghoul Family, and the main characters were all of a sudden being interviewed by Trevor Noah. As that scene was playing out in my imagination, a thought crept in of what would Trevor Noah's life be like if he were married to an alien in a parallel life? And then I went to sleep, had a dream about it. The next morning, I couldn't shake the thought, so I said, all right, I'm just going to write this out so it's out of my head, and then I can refocus on Ghost Legal Family. So I wrote it as like, I think a 20 or 25 page short. I submitted it to a few competitions, got some positive feedback. It placed in a competition and that really inspired me. I was like, hmm, maybe I've got something here. People seem to like it. And the main feedback was, I want to know more, flesh it out more. So I started to, and then of course, 2020 happened, COVID upended all of our lives. So I was stuck at home and stress, anxiety, depression crept in and I needed a new salve. In my regular day-to-day life, I can manage my life, my emotions, my mental state with meditation, with um, stress techniques, with lots of things that I'm just used to doing to remain in balance. But because this was a new level, it was more than I had ever experienced before, I needed a different, better way to process, vent, and manage the ups and downs of my mental and emotional state. And BTW was that script. If I hadn't had it, I don't know, I don't know what would have happened because my other scripts are quite hard, dark, dense, very, very emotional. There's death that's dealing with racism. It's it's not really happy and fun, but BTW is a dramedy. It's funny. It made me laugh out loud. And the thing was, around that time, I didn't know much about Trevor Noah. So what actually happened was, when COVID really started in 2020, I started to watch like binge his content on YouTube. And then I became tickled by the idea of weaving some of his jokes into scenes that were different from what he had experienced. It became like a challenge, a healthy distraction of how can I make this joke work in this episode? And I loved it. (laughs) I literally loved it. It was the medicine, the remedy that I needed. So I think around February of 2020, no, no, around January of 2021, I had completed all eight episodes of BTW. At first, I had just seven episodes, but people kept saying you need to stretch it out more, make 
um, the resolution, make us kind of like work for the resolution. And I agreed. And when I wrote in everything that I thought worked, the one episode, episode seven was too long. So then I just broke it up into two. And now (laughs) some of the episodes are not, they're not half an hour. So basically the script was meant to be 30 minute shows, but one episode is 49 pages and another one is 40. So basically those could be broken up and it could be a 10 episode series. But anyway, I wrote season two and season three because there was nothing else to do and I needed the art of writing to really placate me. So essentially I wrote a season and a half each year of the pandemic. Okay. And like before I was done season one, I had already started writing season two because each season was mirroring what was happening, such as COVID, such as Black Lives Matter, such as the stuff with AI. So anything that was happening in my newsfeed, I was weaving it into the, the story somehow. That way it, it truly was a parallel reality. So I didn't plan to write, I didn't set out to write three seasons and I actually have a fourth season just not written I have the outline and I know what happens (laughs) um but it really was just because I was barely holding on and then I just fell in love with the script but then 2022 came I was like I'm done with the the script I need to focus on other stories that I haven't finished and I wrote a little bit of them here and there but then it just shut off my desire to write it was gone disappeared. I was barely writing. And then I was hired around April to work at some haunted hotels. And I cannot even express the level of insidious insanity and buffoonery that befell me. (laughs) It was so crazy. Like I couldn't wrap my mind around what people were doing and why. I have never dealt with that level of incompetence. So I was working over 50 hour weeks to overcompensate for other people. And guess what? Stress and anxiety crept back in. So by default, my my brain naturally went back to BTW to cope with it. And I started getting new ideas. I didn't write it out, but I got new ideas for the script. And then I was like, okay, when I'm done working, I'll write it. I was supposed to be done working on September 4th, but then they hired me to be there until things closed down. So only this last Thursday, because it's October 9th, this last Thursday was the final day. I came home and I was like, now is the time. And even before that, I would say maybe two weeks before that or so, a week and a half before that, I started just vomiting out. And I don't have a better word. That's what it felt like. Vomiting out all the stuff that I had pinned up from the summer. I just was putting it into the this, this script, plugging it in where I thought it worked. But I wasn't reading before it or after it. I was just plugging it in based off of my memory. And I was like, I don't know if this works. I need to read the first episode to the last to make sure all the changes I made really 
work in harmony, that it's streamlined through each episode. So I came home on Thursday, I read episode one and two, and I think I started on three. And then Friday, I finished three and I got into four and five. And then Saturday, six, seven, and eight. And I was dancing a jig at the end of of Saturday because I was like, this is taking up so much of my time. And I was fighting myself. There were days where, well, moments rather, where I was just like, I don't want to read this again. Um, But then Sunday came and I just had a few notes to correct some of the formatting um, such as flashbacks and a series of shots. And that's some of the stuff that my brain knows but works against. So I have dyslexia, but I also had a very weird upbringing where I was homeschooled, but they didn't teach us anything. So sometimes my brain will hyper-focus on what's easiest for me instead of adapting and elevating to the industry standards. So I literally have to be a Houdini to fight the blocks and limitations of my mind to actually surpass it and get to changing and adapting the format. Um, So, and Grammarly has been a lifesaver. (laughs) Coverfly has helped, getting feedback from other people, my friends, getting... Um, notes from an editor, all of those things have been invaluable in getting the script where it is today. So I'm so proud of myself. I wouldn't take back the last three years. And I feel this weight off my shoulders of finally, I read every single episode back to back to back. And guess what? I even created new things after I read through it because I was like, "Mm, that doesn't really work. So Originally, when I started, it was 281 pages. When I finish, it's 291. So I added 10 extra pages from a script I started in 2019. (laughs) Um, So, and this is a time loop story. So season two ties into season one, and season one ties into season four and season four ties into season three and season three ties into it just I love time loops it's one of my favorite things to watch when it's done well and so I just I let my imagination run wild but now that it's done I'm like what 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 do I do with it (laughs) you know I do have my other stories that I'm going to start focusing on I did edit uh, Gigi family, ghostly Legal family, this Mernin. And I want to get through the rest of that before I focus on Chateau of Death or Conviviality's Curse. I haven't decided on a title just yet. Snow Rises or The Rise of the Snowhounds and Connor's Cave. Those are the, the ones that just keep echoing back to me in my mind when... I'm not working when I'm not writing. So it kind of feels like stories have a mind of their own. And some days they just don't feel like communicating with you. (laughs) And other days they do. And it's my job as the writer to catch those moments when it wants to communicate. But I've neglected that a lot this, this year. So I don't really know what to do with BTW. Um... I'm not planning on reading through season two or three anytime soon. Um, I would love to get it to Trevor Noah so he can decide if he wants to do something with it or not. 
since now he's stepping away from The Daily Show. Um, and my brain was actually going to call it what I call it in the script instead of The Daily Show. Hmm. That just shows you how <laughs> focused, enveloped I am into my story. But if he doesn't like it and he doesn't want it, then I will scrape it clean of him and his references. And then I would probably still do something with it, like a podcast or adapt it into a TV series. Not sure. All I know is that I love the script and I don't feel like it's meant to just stay on my laptop forever. So there's your update. Yes. I also am still going to do the table read for Ghost Legal Family. Now that I'm done BTW, I can contact... Basically, I have more mental space now. So I'm going to contact the people who said they would voice the characters. And we're going to read through the script. And I might upload it to this podcast. Um, also, I'm in a state of transition. I might go back to Canada. I might stay in the U.S. I might go to Hawaii. So right now I'm in New York. Um, I don't love the cold at all. So that's why I was going to go back to Vancouver, B.C. But Hawaii has been calling me for many, many moons. So I'm thinking I might go there. And just, you know, I... I feel like it's time for me to meet new people, really get outside my comfort zone again and really intermesh myself in the culture of the screenwriting community. Um, I'm just not a very, very sociable person. So again, I have to be a Houdini to bypass <laughs> my hermit ways. Um, sometimes I think the perfect life would be on an island by myself, but then with perhaps some, some kids, my kids, with a parenting partner, <laughs> platonic parenting partner. Um, I don't know. Right now, all possibilities are whirling around in my mind, and I haven't made a decision. And I've taken the pressure off. I used to really pressure myself to make decisions really quickly, but... I'm sure it'll come to me when it comes to me. The place I'm living at right now, it's it's nice enough. I didn't buy the house that I originally moved here to buy, which actually, I dodged a bullet. Um, there's other houses that I'm looking into. And the thing is, I would just buy the house, have that be my home base, and then travel. My My deepest, deepest desire is to travel, to see the world, to continue to do writing to, in my regular job, which is mediumship. There's nothing better than giving a mother that's lost their daughter or their son some type of solace. Grief and mourning are some of the hardest things. And I love that I can be part of someone's healing journey. And with mediumship, that's something that I'm... I've been reluctant to share on this podcast because I just, I hate when I, people constantly ask me for readings because it's so draining, but I'm, I was, um, thinking of really getting into platform mediumship and platform mediumship is some of the stuff that you probably have seen, such as on Tyler Henry's Hollywood Medium 
Monica the Medium, Moms the Medium, um, Teresa Caputo does some of the platform mediumship. It just means that you're on the stage and you you perform mediumship. This has been a big fear of mine. I've resisted it a lot, but I feel like it's time to really do what I was called to do. Otherwise, I'm three quarters of the way from being dead. I'm not living. So, and I love freedom. <laughs> so I would still hope to be able to not be so booked and busy that I can't just be bored. Boredom is a catalyst for my imagination. Without it, none of my stories would exist. So I, I want to make time for nothingness. Because that's when I truly connect with myself. Anyway. I think that's it for today. I've enjoyed this podcast so much. Even though I barely upload. And I know that I'm speaking into the abyss. Because <laughs> nobody really knows about me on this platform. If I was using my other name, people would. But I really wanted separation from my friends and family and my my community, the people that know me. And I wanted it to be completely new people. And that's happened. I've met amazing new people. That's the beauty of anonymity. Anyway, that's all. <laughs>